Hey guys, welcome back to no content number, uh, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, welcome back boys, I uh, hope everyone's doing well, what's up Pixel, how's it going man? Good man, I'm trying to look up what episode we're on because I have no idea anymore, I've lost track of this whole, of the whole time and, and dates of this podcast, we have a good, po we actually have like a good podcast today, like uh, well, I feel like last time was pretty good as well. I feel like we always have good podcasts, but what I mean by good podcasts is we actually have a lot of like interesting news to like talk about. By the way, we're on number seventy-eight, so uh, so there we go. But yeah, we actually have some news to talk about, which I think is like I don't know. I always think I feel like whenever we have stuff to talk about, it's good and it's bad because sometimes like we go over too long. Sometimes we don't go over long enough. It's just really confusing, you know. But, uh, yeah, we actually have news to talk about. Um, but, yeah, man, how's your week been? Oh, nice. Why have you been playing that game lately? What what What's the mindset behind that? Oh, uh, okay. I, I, yeah, I feel like I've heard about it before. I just never played it, and I remember it like looking like Fallout Shelter. Yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah. Oh, I could totally see that. Yeah, yeah, I totally see that now. Now that you mentioned that, I see it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty. It definitely looks like a game that's up your alley. Or have you been? Have you invested a lot of hours into it, or no? That's that's pretty. That's pretty good, though. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Would you say that it's like a good, uh, like, do you think it's more in, so it literally, is it more in depth than Fallout Shelter or no? Because it doesn't look like the type of game that like I would be, like just with the way that the layout looks or whatever, it looks kind of like mobile-y, so I wouldn't be able to invest a lot of time, but you're saying that like it, it would last like a while or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Huh. huh. Like individually or big picture? Oh, wow. Huh. Right, right, yeah. Right. Huh. Okay. I mean, I I want to say I have it for some reason, but I probably don't. It just looks like the type of game that I already own, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've seen someone play it. Maybe that's that's what it is or whatever, but I didn't realize it was like 25 bucks. It's crazy. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll put it on my list of things to get. I've been playing uh, 60 Seconds, as you know. Which is kind of like, or which is kind of like Oregon Trail or whatever, but for like you know the 21st century, and that's pretty fun for like eight bucks or whatever. That's a lot of text and stuff like that. But I've been enjoying like playing that or whatever. So that you know that's been pretty good. That's been like my off stream game or whatever, uh, the game that I kind of just like chill with or whatever. But but yeah, um, moving on from games or whatever. I guess I should. I feel like I've updated like 97,000 people about this. Because this happened, and then like I updated IRL friends, and then my stream, and then Discord, and then my social media, and stuff like that. But I guess there is a handful of people that don't listen to, don't follow me on Twitch or social media, and just listen to this podcast by any chance, or whatever. So unfortunately, we have a lot to talk about. And one of the things, I, uh, one of the things I uh, have to talk about is like it's one of those things where it's like you don't want to talk about it, or it's like I have something to talk about, but it's actually bad news, which really sucks. So. Um, so yeah, which, which really blows, but, um, yeah, basically on, um, Friday afternoon, I was talking to a friend of mine on the phone and, uh, was walking my dog, Zoe, if you guys don't know, are new to the podcast, Zoe's like a nine pound Papillon Sash Pomeranian. And I was just going, uh, doing our normal afternoon walk and I was probably about I don't know 600 or 700 feet away from my house walking her when um, all of a sudden um, I kind of look up and there's kind of um, uh, an older gentleman kind of like running towards us and you could I could tell that he was like kind of and I was like on the phone talking to a friend and uh, he was like running towards us and kind of like waving his hands and I was like, kind of like huh what is going on because I'm not like I'm half paying attention right um, and he ended up just like waving us down and out of nowhere, I feel like a, so I'm like distracted. I'm on my phone. I'm holding the dog leash. I'm talking to a friend. I look up, there's this guy like waving, like waving me down. I'm like, huh? And then out of nowhere, I look down and I feel like a really sharp pain in my right hand. And one of his dogs just chomps down like on my right hand, which is like surface level damage, as you can see here, but I still have like some scabs and stuff like that. And I actually think that like, um, well, I have like soreness in my hand, which kind of sucks. Cause it's like my gamer hand um, chomps down my hand and out of nowhere, his other dog comes up and just takes like this huge bite of, of Zoe, uh, my Papillon Pomeranian right on her right by her like right side or whatever, which really, really sucks uh, or left side. Yeah, her left side or whatever, and just like chomps down on her and like holds her not just like a bite and then let go, but like a chomp down and like not letting go. Um, I yeah, so obviously hung up the phone. Um, dog owners, 
doggo owners are yelling and stuff like that to take the dog to let go. I don't know exactly what happened. Um, I talked to them afterwards. Uh, just a preference this, by the way. I am like a first-time dog owner, even though I've had Zoe for like nine years. And uh, it's like the first time we've ever had like a dog attack. Like we've had incidences with other dogs where like Zoe like will get into it with other dogs or like another dog will come by and like kind of like bark at her and like try to nip at her. But it was, this was like bad. This is like they basically like chomp this dog. It was like a terrier, like a like uh not a terrier. I forgot what it is. Like a. Uh, I have like the name of the dog written down because the guy texted me when I was at the hospital or whatever. Uh, I forgot like what type of dog it was. Um, let me see. Uh, an American Staffordshire Terry. That's like a pretty big dog or whatever. Uh, it's like a medium, like 40 pounds or whatever. This is like the first time that like a dog's like run up, chomped down on Zoe and kind of like held on to her or whatever. Uh, and so she was bleeding pretty badly. Um, I got their information, uh, and then I had, I, you know, I came back home or whatever, and then I had to rush over to the vet, the vet or whatever, and um, yeah, had to get her stitches and stuff like that. Um, just the FYI, everything seems to be okay. This happened on Friday. We're obviously recording this podcast on Monday evening. Um, good. She, since getting attacked, she's always been drinking water, eating normally, and all that stuff. Uh, she seems to be getting back to her normal self. She's like barking and freaking out, uh, freaking out, and you know, wants to go run around and stuff like that. So I've been watching and monitoring her because she just like wants to jump up on everything and cuddle with me. Um, it's gotten to the point too where I've gotten really bad sleep <laughs> because um, I use uh, because I sleep on my bed, and but because Zoe can't jump up on my bed, she starts whining late at night. So I end, I'm actually sleeping on the ground over here. <laughs> I just took all my blankets and comforters. I've been sleep in a sleeping bag, and I've been sleeping on the ground uh, to hang out with her or whatever. So, uh, but she's she seems to be fine. Like there doesn't seem to be any complications. Uh, she has a drainage tube put into her, so um, she's getting the drainage tube removed tomorrow morning at six thirty a.m. Or at least that's when I have to drop her off, and then uh, she gets the stitches out in a couple of weeks. So it is pretty crazy, though. Kind of happened out of nowhere. It's kind of strange because I've seen those dogs before, and they've never been, like, dogs that I've had issues with. That's what I find, like, really, really strange. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. And then, yeah, and the owner was, like, I'm, so, like, the owner was, like, super apologetic. Like, I don't want to get into, like, the details about, like, what's uh, happened since then with the owner and stuff like that. But, like, the owner was, like, really apologetic, really sorry about it or whatever. And was, like, oh, yeah, they were supposed to be inside or something like that. I, I can't recall what it is. And I don't want to, like, leak any more, like, information than I already have to anyway. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, it was never a house where it was, like, um, it was never the type of house where I had to, like, be, like, um oh man, we got to avoid this house. We need to walk around this house or something like that. Like this is like a, a super sketchy house. You know what I mean? So it's just like, and they weren't like super aggressive dogs, but they weren't like, you know, they were like somewhere in the in between, right? So it's just very strange that they were, how they were. Like, I don't know. It was just very strange. Like there are certain houses where I'm like, oh, I'm just not going to walk around uh, this time or whatever because they have like dogs outside chained up and they're kind of aggressive or like, oh yeah, I don't want to talk to this, uh, these people or whatever because of their dogs. But these dogs were not the case. So it's just weird. <laughs> I don't know. It was just very strange to me. Super strange to me. And uh, that the attack pretty much came out of nowhere, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah. 
So I so she's okay, I'm okay. I suffered basically surface level damage, but my hand is like really sore. Um they really got my middle finger and my left button uh, my left finger and I think like my um Zoe seems to be okay. All signs point that she's okay at least today. Um since uh since she's um since she's gotten attacked Basically, it seems like she's returned to normal, which is a good thing and bad thing, because she's trying to, like, jump up on everything and all that stuff, and it's like, you gotta deal with this for two more weeks, you can't do this, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, the tube com the drainage tube comes out tomorrow, and then hopefully after that, you know, the stitches and stuff will come out in a couple weeks, and then, basically, um, they did x-rays and stuff, it was only skin damage, no vital organs were hit, uh, no bones were broken, which is, like, super good or whatever. Uh, we're basically right now just trying to make sure, one, it doesn't get infected, and two, that, like, um, there's, like, a slight chance that, like, um, like, the stitches, so it's weird, but, like, after the tube's removed, there's a slight chance that, like, the stitches might not close, like, every layer of skin all the way, and that won't be determined until after the stitches are fully removed, and then from there, the doctors need to decide if they need to do, like, more of, like, an invasive surgery for her. So that's the one issue that we have, and that depends on how it's heal healing. But I think for all intensive purposes, it's like everything's fine. So I don't know if anyone wants to s send well wishes for that or whatever. We're totally not out of the out of the you know out of the woods yet. But overall, she seems to be doing like pretty good, all things considered. So. Yeah, it sucks because uh, if you guys don't really follow the podcast or whatever, she's had like a pretty rough year, uh, like a pretty weird, like rough year already. Like um, a, a couple, like a few months back or whatever, she had like a viral, she basically had like a viral infection or whatever in her stomach or whatever. Uh, and she was like feeling awful and like feeling sick from that. Then like a couple of months ago as well, <laughs> she ended up like getting like a really bad like heat rash or whatever. <clears throat> and I had um, torn up some of her fur. And then now she's gotten this, like, dog attack. So her 2020 just sucks as well as, uh, as uh, the rest of the world's 2020 sucks. So maybe it's on par with everything. But, uh, you know, other than that, it's mostly just looking out for her <clears throat> and watching her and making sure she's okay. But, but yeah, I guess I'll, get, I'll keep you guys updated on that. But, uh, but yeah. Hmm. But anyway, on to, I think, um, on to, I guess, like, another thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about, chat um and uh the podcast in general is something that um i thought was pretty cool kind of came out of the blue too that i thought was interesting um but a new esports organization has kind of uh popped up or whatever um literally out of the blue um and i think that it has i personally think that it has a lot of potential but um you know i wanted to kind of just like talk about it really quick so um, Asmongold, Mizkiff, uh, S-Fan, Tips Out, and Richard Campbell announce a quote-unquote organization called OTK, which apparently stands for One True King. Um, but yeah, one, I know that's what I thought too, one, one turn kill, but have announced a, uh, an organization called, um, OTK, uh, stands for One True, uh, One True true king uh you can follow them at otk network on basically all their socials or whatever they have a discord they have a twitter they have an official um they have an official everything 
but they said, th uh, this group of creators will be collaborating on various projects, partnering with other co content creators, and expanding its network. Uh, there will still be a competitive team sponsored by OTK, though for now, it will only be a single roster that will get all their attention at the start. And if you guys don't know, the roster that was currently chosen was Seedoo's World of Warcraft um, team, which is pretty cool. Uh, as an organization, OTK is going to be hosting a race to world first in a while, working as an independent party to cover every, everything that happens. They are in talks with Blizzard to see how much they are allowed to do, uh, but they are also planning to do classic WoW uh, dual arenas um, and stuff like that. So if you don't know who Tips Out is, he's kind of a fan favorite in the WoW community. He was actually the one who hosted those like uh, classic WoW dueling tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, there's also plans to do a bunch of IRL stuff, such as IRL transmog competition on Halloween. Apparently, they're just going to like Zoom call people in or whatever. Uh, they are already planning a Dungeons & Dragons campaign with the five of them with Arcadum. Um, they've already also done a cooking stream, which was today as well. So I thought that this was pretty interesting of an org, an organization or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, what are, what are your initial thoughts on this organization, Pixel? Right. 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 Yeah, for sure. I think that it's, uh, you know, for people who don't know, um, I think Asmongold is pretty much like the number one streamer, I would say, for World of Warcraft content in general. If you guys don't really know who Asfan is, he actually was somebody who got banned on Twitch years ago for streaming a classic private WoW server and then started streaming and making content on YouTube. Uh, he was finally unbanned maybe about three years ago and then came back to Twitch or whatever and just played retail WoW and stuff like that. Uh, Mizkif has always been like a huge person in like World of Warcraft in general. So it's kind of cool to see that they're first starting off with something that they're like really, really passionate about or whatever and kind of just focusing like all on that or whatever. Um, which is like, I think like pretty smart. I think that you also mentioned, um, you know, um, method. And I think that's like a good, it's going to be a good place to kind of swoop in and fill, fill in the, the space left by, you know, the emptiness that was left with method. You know, they're trying to do this world first stuff, uh, and all of that or whatever. I mean, S fan used to be signed with method. I believe Asmongold was signed with method in some type of capacity, maybe as a content creator. Um, if you guys don't know who Richard Campbell is, he actually was hired by Blizzard for a time to be the World of Warcraft caster for their uh, PvP, for official World of Warcraft tournaments. He was also hired by Method to be a caster as well, 
um, for their like race to world first or whatever. And then he ended up, I believe, going to Hearthstone for a bit as well as Dota 2. So he has casting experience. Uh, an actual business experience. And I believe he only just started streaming recently. Him and Asmongold also have a podcast called Allcraft where they bring uh, bring on some, uh, bring on like uh, content creators to talk about World of Warcraft. So I do think that this is like really smart of them to kind of like fill in the shoes of like what Method has left or whatever. And um, I think their take on it is pretty good. Like it's it seems to be starting from a good place and starting off as like quote unquote like casual. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Right, right. I think the other thing that was like really interesting, like at least from like from my end or whatever, is that um, I really like the fact that um, I, I really like the fact that um, they they basically said that the reason why they're going to be doing this is like to help out their friends and stuff like that, too. And I think that's also like a really important take with like when it comes to like their friends and stuff like that and like how they're like viewing like their friendships with just people in general or whatever. And I find that, like, really, really cool, right? Because I know that, like, they want to prop up, like, people in their friend group since they're all friends, like, people who they believe, like, deserve to be, quote-unquote, like, higher up in, like, the Twitch algorithm, right? And I feel like you just need more, more of that. Like, I've said this with my own content creation or whatever, that I really wish that, for me, um, I was a bigger content creator to be able to like help out people in my community, whether it be like making my own stream team or auto hosting them or giving them shout outs or rating them or whatever. But unfortunately, we're just I'm just like too small of a stream. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just I'm just I'm, a, I'm just a small dude, unfortunately. And I unfortunately like can't do that. I can't unfortunately like help out people as much. You know what I mean? And so it really, really sucks that um, I'm not able to do that. But I really like the fact that they were like, yeah, man, like, we're just trying to, like, help out people. Like, I could see, like, Clint Stevens, Lakari, like, OneTap, like, all of their friends, really, um, who were able to, like, help them out or whatever, be able to, like, kind of just, like, get pushed forward. And I think that would be really, really neat to do, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I'm kind of envious of them in a sense, because this is, like I said, this is kind of something that I wish, like, I could do. Um, like, one of the things that um, I, I really, like, I've said this before, but one of the things that I've really wanted to do if I were to ever get, like, partnership or whatever, and I think I've, like, talked to you about this, like, kind of jokingly or whatever, um, is that um, I, I've always kind of wanted a... Um, 
like a stream team and i don't know why i would call this stream team like i don't know the homies or something like that or i don't know just homies <laughs> or just just friends i don't know no but in all seriousness like just kind of make like some type of like stream team or whatever and then kind of make like this stream teams like 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 if you want to join the stream team like you have to be a streamer or be like interested in streaming and then from there like one of the things is like make sure that like just your auto host is set up to like auto host everybody um, because one of the things I do like about stream teams is that you can make it so that it just like auto hosts everyone in like a certain stream in a, in a certain stream. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's really, really valuable. But in just kind of like something to be able to like rise, like prop up and rise um, people up in like uh, like in within your community. And I really like how OTK seems to be wanting to do that with it when it comes to like their friend group and stuff like that. I think that's really cool because I think a lot of it is that um, a lot of people on Twitch, I've, no I've noticed this a lot, and I don't know if this is just me kind of being like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I've noticed this a lot with um, content creators is that like um, once they, because once they kind of, all right, I don't know how to explain this without like offending people, so I'm probably going to get more emails about this later, but I feel like when content creators are trying to become partner, there is this stigma or saying that they have where they're almost like, oh, I don't even care if I don't get partner. I have a really good community here. And they're doing a lot of things like with the community, right? Like whether it's like building an intimate discord, maybe they're like hosting or rating people in, you know, in their discord or whatever, or in their community. Um, Maybe they're playing games with their Discord more, whatever it might be, or doing movie nights or whatever. And I feel that, like, once, like, I've seen this with, like, maybe, like, six people that uh, I personally know. Once they kind of get partner, they almost, like, then, like, retreat back into, like, this ivory tower. Because, like, when getting partner means, like, you have to be more professional or something, I don't know what it exactly is. But I've noticed this a lot where, like, a streamer will get partner and then, like, they're, com they're, their communication with the uh, community, their community almost becomes like less, which I think is like really, really interesting. And I don't know why that is, but I've, I've noticed that a lot where like they're not rating and hosting people that they used to. Now they're rating and hosting like other partnered streamers because they're a partner. Maybe they're not doing like movie nights as much. Maybe they're not talking to their discords as much or whatever, because it's like, oh, we I was building this community to get partnership. Now I have partnership. I don't have to like care about them as I don't know. That's what I kind of see sometimes, which is like really strange. Um, and so it's kind of cool to see like bigger content creators like wanting to help out their friends still and like use this organization to like possibly prop up and help people in like a more like meaningful way. And I'm very envious of them because I wish I could do that. <laughs> like, I wish that I was a bigger streamer because there are, like, a handful of people in my community that I think are more entertaining streamers than I am. But then for whatever reason, because of RNG ever, uh, I just happen to be a, a quote-unquote bigger streamer compared to them. And if there was a way that I could, like, help or prompt them out, uh, I, w I would want to do. But I don't really have much that I can do, to be honest, um, to be able to help people. So, but I'm I'm excited for OTK to definitely. Yeah. Mm, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, 
Um, it's kind of interesting. I think it will be more on, in my opinion, I think it will be, they're going to try to be more in lines of like, um, like a hundred thieves or something where it's more of like about content creators and brands and stuff like that rather than like esports teams. You know what I mean? But then maybe just get into esports cause of like the love and passionate, like passion about it or something like that. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, the, I, I will say, I think the reason why I'm excited about this organization is uh, I'm a fan of the content creators that are behind it, but I've said this for a while that I feel like esports has gotten like so clean that like it's so like professional now and like modern. Like, th like just think of like, like for example, just think of like 100 Thieves, right? Like, all respect to 100 Thieves. I think they're a great organization, but they have like crazy production value. They have like a $200 million facility like up in LA. And I just remember like eight years ago, TSM was uploading videos on their channel about how Dyrus almost burned the house down because he microwaved soup for too long. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know like what it is, but I feel like esports, like just esports in general, in my opinion, has gotten like so clean and stuff like that. And so like professional and stuff like that. And like almost sanitized that like this OTK thing kind of excites me because it's definitely like these streamers who are like, don't care what other people think are highly entertaining, like kind of scuffed, not the most PC at times. And I think that's like good for the space in my opinion, you know? Um, and yeah, no, 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 go ahead. Right, grassroots, yeah. Mm hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it kind of is the reason, and I've said this before, but it's kind of the reason why I enjoy f watching fighting game esports more than any any other esport because one, it kind of has like a direct correlation to like MMA and stuff like that, uh, where there's like a lot of trash talking, there's a lot of pride on the line, like people aren't like the most PC. Like I, I just remember like. I just remember, like, even, like, six seasons ago in, like, League of Legends, like, you would have, like, bets going on where it's like, oh, I bet you $1,000 your team can't beat my team. Or, like, in the post-game interviews, like, you know, League players were like, oh, this person sucks. <laughs> like, blah, blah, blah. Their team blows. And nowadays, it's like all post-interviews are the same. It's like, oh, so, like, why do you think you guys got the upper hand on, like, I don't know, this team? It's like, oh, well, they put up a really good fight. Um, but I think we just, you know, had a better mental fortitude and we trained more. And, uh, you know, but they tried big shout outs to them. I respect all of them. And it's like, I, it just feels so like clean. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I just want some trash talking to go on. You know what I mean? So I'm like, no, you just, that team sucked. Like we wrecked them. We destroyed them. Like, let's go. We're the best. We're the number one team. Like I miss that in like esports nowadays. It's like every post interview is like exactly the same. You know what I mean? Every pre-interview is like the same. And then if you say like anything, like not even, you know, in my opinion, like super bad, you like you, you get threats of like being fined. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's it's kind of ridiculous to me that, like, in certain esports, you can get, like, fined money for, like, talking trash on Twitter. And, like, that's happened before.
I see that's the thing. I don't think you can either nowadays. So it's just like the whole society society around it is kind of changing, and I think that kind of sucks, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> all the all the time, all the time. I I I think there there is a difference between there is a I think everything in my opinion is shades of gray, and this is why I kind of have issues with. I don't really talk about like a lot of things like this, like politics or society or whatever. But I feel like the issue that's been happening in my opinion for like the last couple of years is that everything is so black and white. It's either like you're on this side or you're on that side. There's no way to be like in shades of gray, you know. So it's like you can either trash talk. Or you just can't at all because you're a total douchebag. And I think there is a way to, like, kind of poke fun at people, kind of trash talk people, um, and and not really, like, get in trouble for it. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I recently had a stream with a couple of my friends where we were playing video games and we were, like, kind of talking trash on everyone and, kind like, each other and bantering back and forth. And between us friends, it was fine. The stuff that we were saying, like, oh, you suck, or, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, you're awful. Like, uninstall the game. And I actually got whispers that night where people were like, dude, your stream was really offensive. Like, you shouldn't say that to your friends. Like, I can't even talk trash to my own friends who know we're talking trash to each other, and it's not even that bad of stuff we were saying. Now, if it was something, like, super racist or super, like, bad that was, like, pushing overboard, I think that would there, – there's a difference between that. But I think if you both have a mutual understanding of what's going on, I think that's fine. Yeah. Mm hmm. Right. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, like, I feel like OTK kind of brings in that fresh light because I know that they're going to be the type of content creators who are, like, are going to say offensive things or, like, kind of banter with their friends. And I think we'll just bring, like, a genuine genuineness back to, like, esports that I personally have, like, sorely missed. You know what I mean? Like, I remember, like, um, in, like, a, I think it was, like, a Street Fighter game or something like that. One of the, like, players, like, he, like, 3 0 to this guy who was, like, favored and he was, like, an underdog. And he, like, popped off like literally popped off his chair and like punched the TV, like didn't punch the tv like straight on the screen like some smashed it but he like you know punched the the punched the like top of the tv or whatever and freaked out or whatever and then uh like said something to the other guy which the other guy was like laughing he was like oh yeah that's good like good they like high-fived and stuff dude was fined like a thousand dollars for like unsportsman like behavior when like it was very clear that the other guy was like totally cool with it it was like fine like you know what i mean just like things like that like <sighs> Yeah, I don't know, man. But yeah, I get I get what you mean with the Among Us stuff, and I think with the Among Us stuff, the issue is like if it's within that group of friends, it's fine. But then I think what happens with Among Us is that you definitely are getting a lot of content creators who don't normally play with each other because they're in different circles and now are only in the same circle because they're all playing Among Us together. Um, but then I also think the issue is just from a viewer perspective, it's the same issue I have with like shippers. 
or people who like ship this streamer with like this streamer or whatever. It's like what people need to realize is that what you see on stream isn't just what is happening, right? Like clearly people are talking behind the scenes. People are talking when they're not off stream and stuff like that. And I think that the more and more like these things get revealed or exposed or whatever, um, the more you realize that there's a lot of things that people don't understand, to be honest, that, that is happening behind the scenes. And like this happened like a few, like a handful of months ago, like six or seven months ago. Um, but there's, you know, there was times where like, um, and it kind of got glossed over, but it was like, there was a couple of like content creators that were like, oh yeah, like you guys would have never, it was, I think it was on YouTube, but like a couple content creators were like, oh yeah, you guys would have never known, but like, I really didn't like this content creator. And like everyone thought they were like cool, super good friends, super nice to each other. But it's like, yeah, behind the scenes, like we hated each other and we worked it out and we hashed it out, but you guys would have never known, you know? And I think like that, they, they actually got backlash because like, oh, you guys are fake or whatever. It's just like kids on YouTube, right? But I mean, there's a lot of stuff that people don't understand. So I do think there's a way to trash talk people while keeping it like obviously like PG and keeping it like cool. But I think viewers sometimes are just like way too invested in it, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think that's something that, like, I will say this, like, I know how much my friends can handle and how much I can handle. And if for some reason it goes too far as friends, it's like I can message them and be like, hey, cool it. Don't say that. Uh, I'm not I'm, I'm not comfortable with that. Right. Like, but yeah, so I, I totally agree with you on that. But I think the problem is, is that the viewership just sees one thing and thinks that's all that's happening. So. Yeah, so it's, I know that's been a big complaint about traditional sports and with esports as well, that it's gotten, like, very sanitized or whatever, and when, like, other players banter with each other, they're, like, uh, they get fined, and they're, like, what the heck, it was a joke, like, we both thought it was a joke, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, blah, 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 but I don't know, man. <sighs> I, I really don't know, but... Uh, anyway, congrats to them for OTK, you know? I'm really excited to see what will happen, I think it... I think that it will be, in my opinion, very, very popular. Um, I, in what capacity do I mean that by? I don't really know. <laughs> but I think that um, you're getting some of the largest uh, personalities out there or whatever. And even if you're going to go the lines of like a 100 Thieves house or like an OTV house or whatever, I think that it will be like immensely popular or whatever. And I hope them all like really good, you know, really good success or whatever. And it's just, once again, it's cool to see something come out of like a passion rather than come out because of like numbers or necessity. Like I kind of said this before as well, but I'm really tired of like esports games growing unorganically. Un you know what I mean? Right. Right. Right, like I don't necessarily think like, um, yeah, like for sure. And, um, you know, it's like, for example, I forgot like who it was. Like, I don't want to name an esports organization, but I'll probably be told later on. But I like some esports organization signed like a Fall Guys team. Like a professional Fall Guys team, like three weeks after the game came out. And it's like, come on, you know what I mean? Or like people like were like already creating like Valorant teams before the game was even like available to everyone. 
Like, I hate the fact that every game needs to be an eSport. Like, not every game needs to be an eSport. Like, let it kind of grow, like, organically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, let the game grow, like, organically. Don't, like, shove this game down my throat. Like, we have games coming out, like, two weeks. Like, they're, like let's look at Artifact, for example. Like, the game wasn't even released to everyone, and Gaben was saying $1 million tournament by the end of 2020. Game doesn't even exist anymore. You know what I mean? Like... I hate how developers and even like some esports teams are just trying to jump on stuff like super, super early. And so it's kind of cool to see like an organization that's like coming up from the ground up or whatever, who's just like very passionate about what they do. And like they're going with WoW because I don't know, they like WoW, right? And then maybe they should have went with something else. But hey, they enjoy playing World of Warcraft. So do WoW, WoW stuff. You know what I mean? I don't know. It, it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. Anyway. Um, I guess moving on, I really want, I quickly wanted to talk about these two things because there's not much we can say about them, to be honest. But um, uh, very, very quickly, I think this one will be less time, so then we can save the, the last one. Uh, we can save the other one for the last. But um, really, really quickly, I wanted to talk about how we both got invited to the soundtracks beta and we didn't even notice. Well, I didn't notice because I got invited October 1st, and then you got invited, I guess, today as well. But. But uh, yeah, we talked about the soundtracks uh, soundtracks beta. It's kind of interesting. Um, it installs a plugin into your OBS that allows it to channel the audio to a different track, and then I guess Twitch is able to recognize that track through the VOD or whatever, um, through like the metadata in the VOD, and actually mute your uh, mute the music from your VOD. So what that means is that music will be playing on your stream, but then once the VOD goes up and is processed on your stream, apparently none of that music will actually be playing in the background, and it will just be your desktop audio and your mic audio. So that's kind of how it's getting around like the DMCA's. Though technically, you can get DMCA'd if someone was in your chat watching the stream like right then and there, but I think you'll be fine. Um, did you? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Mm hmm Right, yeah. It isn't, but... I mean, do you think that this... Uh, like... So do you think you'll use this at all? Like, I honestly don't think I'll use it, to be honest. I just don't really care. Uh, I, I kind of said this before, but I don't think you have to really, in my opinion, I don't think you have to really worry if you're, like, a super big streamer or if you're a super tiny streamer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like we've talked about this before with the DMCA things, but... Basically, all Twitch has to do, all Twitch legally has to do with DMCA claims is to remove said content off of the platform. So say XQC gets a DMCA strike, they are legally obligated to remove his clips and his VODs that have those songs in them. But the strike, the Twitch strike they give, it, they give against him, the one where if you get three strikes, you are permabanned, they do not actually have to give that out. But they are giving that out because it's just automated. So they do not have to give that strike out at all. And in my opinion, I do not see a world where, for example, XQC is 
let's say, striked three times, and he is banned off Twitch. If they do not have to give these strikes out, I don't think they will have. I don't think they will. Because I, do, I can't see a world where XQC gets DMCA'd, striked three times. Oh, permabanned off, off Twitch. Sorry. You know, your biggest moneymaker, gone. Now he's on YouTube, or now he's on Facebook Gaming, or whatever else competition. So I don't think I'm personally going to use this, but I do think that content creators who are probably, unfortunately, like mid-sized content creators will be the ones that will be affected the most and probably should use this. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think so. I, I think so too as, as well. I think that the biggest disappointment I have with this whole thing or whatever, uh, in my opinion, is that it works like Pandora Radio. I thought this was going to work more like Spotify. You know what I mean? Where I could actually like choose songs and I was like, oh, this would be cool. And it didn't it didn't work. It doesn't work like Spotify at all. And I'm like super disappointed, you know, like I, I wish that it worked more like it's just I don't like having like curated music like that. Like it just seems not fun, you know. So I I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I also think it's weird that we're going to be, like, talking and then, like, like for example, we'll be playing, like, music on this podcast or whatever, and then, like, we won't see it or whatever. <laughs> like, we won't hear it in the VOD or whatever, you know? That, that's what I think is, like, weird. So if I start singing along, it's going to be, like, bad on the VOD or whatever, you know? So, like, I, I don't know, like, why that is or whatever, but I think that will be, like, super bad or whatever, you know? But we'll have to end up seeing, like, what happens, you know? But... <sighs> I don't know. I think that, like, we're going to have to, like, I, f are you, I feel like I'm going to have to test it for, like, I don't know, like, a couple of weeks. I really don't want to, <laughs> to be honest, because it's like Pandora Radio, but I feel like, um, I feel like I'm going to have to test it for, like, a couple of weeks and see how soundtracks goes or whatever and just have to suffer through it luckily my stream song requests things all the time so i don't really have to worry about it but mm -hmm. right
Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see how it goes though. I don't know. Um Yeah, I, I don't think it's perfect. I think it's a bandage still, but I think that what will happen is we will uh I think it's just ways for Twitch to be like, Hey look, you could use this. This is just content creators not using it or whatever, blah 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 blah. So I don't know. But I mean overall, whatever, it is what it is. Um But I guess moving on from just um the Twitch soundtracks thing. I think the last thing that I wanted to talk about last time, but we just ended up not being able to or whatever, is um, mid-rolls again. And this is something that we keep coming back to every podcast. I feel like this is a podcast where we just talked about the split from IRL and stuff like that. But I really wanted to briefly talk about that or whatever. Um, so apparently mid-rolls are on VODs now. There are actual ads playing on bots now, so I just kind of wanted to get what your take uh, your take with that is, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my only issue with ads on VODs, and it makes sense, but this is also the issue with having mid-rolls in general, was, um, like, for certain channels or whatever, it's going to wreck you. Like, they don't love... The problem with... Okay, here's the problem with ads in general on Twitch or whatever, is that, like, they'll... You're, you'll be, like, watching a stream or whatever, and then the ad will come on, and it will, like, blow out your eardrums. <laughs> like, I don't know... I don't know why that is or whatever, but sometimes, like, I'll watch a VOD or even be, like, watching a stream, and this is, like... I have Twitch Turbo, so I don't see ads anymore. But beforehand, it was so annoying to like watch a stream, and then I'm like watching in bed or whatever. Then all of a sudden, like I just I'm just getting yelled at by like the Travis Scott burger or something like out of nowhere, or whatever. It's like what the heck is going on? So like that's super annoying to me, um, and I feel like that could affect like certain like videos on Twitch. But yeah, I don't really mind mid rolls uh, on vods like you mentioned. I more of I more so though like really care about it though on uh on on live streams or whatever um have you by any chance um streamed uh since last week and uh if you have uh are you running ads and if you haven't are you gonna run ads yourself or what what is your goal right now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. I mean, are you planning to, what is the deal then with you streaming or with you running ads then you think, do you think that you will be running ads on your channel more or do you think you will let the mid rolls take over or what is, what is the goal for, what is the goal for that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so at least for the first hour, you don't get them or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you can, yeah. Right. I know that you can have it so that um, Moobot automatically runs an ad every, like, you can say, like, I want to run a 60-second ad every, like, 20 minutes or whatever. And I believe if you run a 60-second ad, it turns off the pre-roll timer for, like, 20, 20 minutes. So basically, it's like every 20 minutes, you just run like a 60 second ad and it's automated. So the problem with that is you might be doing something and then all of a sudden, boom, ad. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the problem. But then, see, I, we talked about this before, right? And it's like the problem with Twitch for me is like it's lazy content. So I don't want to necessarily be like playing a game and then I have to like remind myself with like a timer that goes off. Like, oh, I need to run ads like right here and there. And like, kind of like, because this is what's going to happen. I'm going to have a timer on stream. And like, oh, 20 minutes is 20 minutes has come up. I got to run an ad. Well, actually, you know what? I won't run an ad right now. I'm in the middle of a game right now. Let me just do it after I get out of this game. I get out of the game. I forget to run an ad. You know what I mean? Or like I get out of the game. I got to run the ad. It kind of slows the momentum of the stream. Like I don't want to have to worry about like running ads. So I want it to be automated through like a Moobot system. But then the problem with that is that people might miss out on something on the stream. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so I mean, for you, it might work out, and I, I hope it does. I just, for me, I just don't like having to, like, interrupt my own stream, so I would just rather automate it, but yeah, that's just me, you know? But we'll end, we'll end up having to see what happens. Also, side note, or whatever, side note, I was watching, um... Uh, I was watching, I think you and I were watching Stream Raiders streams today, and you discovered something super funny, but also kind of scummy. So if you guys don't know what Stream Raiders is, it's a game that you can play with your chat, and after a certain allotted time, you can the streamer can start the battle. Now, to watch the battle, you actually have to go to that person's stream to watch it. That's currently the only way to do it, and I guess that kind of encourages them to like maybe check out the stream briefly. And I have Twitch Turbo, so I don't see ads. But Pixel here was saying that every time a stream raider started the battle, they would run a three-minute ad. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's so... That's so scummy, dude. That's so funny, though, to me. Oh, that's so that's five head, dude. I, would on, I should honestly do that. Right when the battle starts, it's boom, 60-second ad, baby. It, 
and it makes sense too because you can play stream raiders without ever having to go to an actual twitch chat so it does make sense but i still think that's like a really scummy thing to do yeah 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 um i thought it was really funny because um so kind of a side note with the ad thing or whatever i think train was saying that he's been running three minute uh three or five minutes worth of ads every hour on his stream during breaks and stuff uh so like when they're in the lobby and stuff like that and i think he said last month he made thirty thousand dollars on just running ads which is nuts and then um what i thought was like really funny is that um and this is kind of like this is kind of like on their podcast they were talking about about this but apparently sweet anita has something set up where um she is now going to be running ads to counteract the mid rolls but all the money from her ads uh will be going to paying the mods which i think is interesting and then someone suggested that to training he's like yeah but i get paid 30k in ad revenue that's like a lot to pay monthly to mods you know what i mean I thought that was funny. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that, too. Everyone will get, like, maybe, like, you know, half a Taco Bell taco at the amount of ads that I make on this stream. You know what I mean? Like, I don't make anything off of ads. You know what I mean? Like, that's the problem, too, is, like, I hope the CPM increases. Like, we can't legally talk about what the CPM is, but, like, I hope the CPM increases because at this point, I'm just running ads so I don't get mid-rolls. It's not even so I can get, like, more money because, like, there's, like, no money in this at all. Mm -mm. It's it the there's a thing in our affiliate thing that shows you how much we get paid, you know. And I don't think it has anything to do with our content, to be honest. At least from what I can tell. Right. Yeah. No. For sure. But I don't think that's the case or whatever. Unfortunately, though. But um. But anyway, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Unless there's any other topics you have to talk about. Yeah, that's sleeping on the bed. So um, anyway, I think that'll be it for today. Once again, guys, thanks for all the well wishes for my doggo or whatever. Uh, that was pretty sick. Uh, I will keep you guys updated next week. I think everything will be fine with her, though. Uh, Pixel, be safe out there. Hopefully you get the stream soon. Um, your Internet problems have still happened, which kind of sucks. But yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and I think we had like an audio issue too, because um, like for a little bit there, I couldn't really hear you. Like I could kind of hear you, but you were kind of weird. And then I couldn't hear you at all. And then it came back and like, I didn't touch anything. So that was kind of weird too. So I don't know what's going on. So we're going to end this before like your computer blows up at this point. But uh, either way, thanks guys for hanging out as always. We'll catch you uh, next week and uh, yeah, be safe everyone. Take care. Later.